It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Swing and a drive. Right field and deep. Back goes Aquino. It's got a chance. Gone. Get out the tape measure. Long gone. Fly the W. Cubs fans, it's time to fly the W with Dustin Rhodes and Paul Crawley Jean. You're listening to the Fly the W670, the podcast. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show on your radio home for our Chicago Cubs, and that is 670 the score. Guys are on there from 5.30 until 10 each morning. I help warm things up between 5 and 5.30. And as always, I'm joined by my buddy Crowley. Crowley, afternoon. How you doing? Uh, after yesterday's party, I'm doing okay. But, uh, happy that the Cubs took three out of four. Uh, you can follow me at Crowley's Cubs. You can follow us at FlyTheW670 on Twitter and Instagram and FlyTheW on Facebook, along with our email, FlyTheW670 at gmail.com. Absolutely. This is season one. It is episode 26 already, Crowley, and we're calling this one Battling the Brew Crew. But before that, before that, there was a quick makeup game out in Baltimore, and Adrian Sampson was on the bump for our Northsiders. You know how much I've been pining for Adrian Sampson to get that first win as well as he's pitched all season, and it just either no run support or he just missed qualifying with innings. But, you know, th- this this was kind of an amazing play here. Top of the fifth, there's no score, there's one out. Austin Hayes for Baltimore doubles, Rofino Dorse singles. And so you had runners at, uh, it ends up being, you have the runners at the corners. Uh, Jorge Mateo reaches on a fielder's choice. This was an amazing play. Adrian Sampson with like a little scoop shuttle on, on, a, little, on a little kind of roller on, by Jorge Mateo. The only one that can make the play on that one is Adrian Sampson. And literally in one motion, scoops it and shovels it to Wilson Contreras. Hayes is out at home, and Cedric Mullins pops up to end the threat. So an absolutely amazing athletic play by Adrian Sampson. 
Yeah, if you like pulled that one out of uh, out of you know what, I mean that was a great play, and that was part of why you pull for a guy like that. When a guy who tries that hard to do that kind of stuff, you gotta pull. You gotta be you gotta be entertained. You gotta pull. You gotta you gotta want that guy to succeed, Crowley. Absolutely, and so it's still a scoreless game when we get to the top of the six, and Wilson Contreras uh, ends up hitting a solo home run, his 18th of the season, and the Cubs go up one nothing. Top of the eighth, Rafael Ortega homers. The Cubs lead 2-0. Magical lines out, but then right after that, Wilson Contreras hits it. So two solo home runs in the innings. The Cubs are up 3-0. Now, it wouldn't be the Cubs without it getting a little bit exciting because in the bottom <laughs> of the eighth, Sean Newcomb walks Cedric Mullins and Adley Rushman. Eric Ullman comes in. Ryan Moncastle singles. There's an error on Velasquez. He kind of overran the ball and had to go back. Mullins score. Richmond goes to third. So the Cubs lead three to one. Pass ball by Wilson. And so uh, Moncastle gets to third. Anthony Santander hits a sack fly. So that makes it three to two. Moncastle to third. But there's a big play. Uh, Ramon Urias reaches on a fielder's choice. McKinsey to Contreras. Moncastle was out at home. So it was the old contact play. And this one works in the benefit of the Cubs to get the out at home. And then Ryan McKenna strikes out singing to end the threat with the Cubs still leading three to two. And that's how the game is going to end with Brandon Hughes on the mound for the save. And so exciting because that was Brandon Hughes's first save of the year and first career save. And it was Samson's first victory of the season. 5.2 innings pitched, four hits, zero runs, two walks, six Ks, first win of 2022. Now, I don't know if either Brandon Hughes or Adrian Sampson are going to be part of the next good-slash-great Cubs team, but good for them. Good for them on this afternoon in Baltimore against the Orioles getting their first win and their first save. you got to be Listen, you got to be happy for guys like that. And again, we've talked about it before, wins versus development, and in this case, Crowley, we got both. Yeah, and Sampson has done everything, and he can, he can definitely be used as a swingman. And Brandon Hughes, you're seeing he's getting more and more trust from David Ross. Uh, so hopefully he can keep it up. The offense had three runs on eight hits. They left five men on base, 0 for 3 with runnings and score positions, so not a lot of chances. But Wilson, 2 for 4 with the two homers, and Fran Miel Reyes was 2 for 4 as well. The Orioles had, uh, you know, their starting pitcher gave up 5.2 innings pitch, five hits, one run, two Ks. Their offense had two runs on six hits, eight left on bait and two base, and 2 for 8 with runners in scoring positions. Yeah, that sounds like the Cubs usually, right? 2 for 8 with uh, the old RISP. So, yeah, yeah, listen, yep. Reyes, Reyes continues, and we're going to keep talking about. I mean, Reyes just keeps. I hope that I hope that Jed Hoyer and Reyes's people are somewhere pounding out a contract right now. Well, the thing you're looking at too is that okay, you know, we talked about how the Cubs were doing really well playing Washington and Cincinnati and Miami and kind of these teams. Baltimore is very much in the race for the wild card spot. Yes, they, so are. they are running here, and then the next team to come in town is the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, who are trying to are contending for contending for a wild spot as well? That's right. So we get to fly W. The Cubs took care of the Royals. Samson gets that first win. Brandon Hughes that first save. Crowley, you just mentioned the Brewers. Let's turn the page. Let's go rewind back to Friday. Wrigley Field, the place to be. Game one between the Cubs and the Brewers. Keegan Thompson throwing for the Northsiders in this one. Yeah, and the Cubs are going to win. It's Keegan Thompson versus Aaron Ashby. Top of the first, Yellow, Christian Yelich singles. Keegan gets the next two outs, but but notorious Cub killer Andrew McCutcheon hits a home run. I swear to God, they could get that guy out of the retirement home in 20 years and 
put in he hit a home run against the Cubs. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's been he's been just you're right. He's just been a killer. Just a killer. It's one of those guys you're like, boy, I wonder if Andrew McCutcheons had ever been like a regular 80 game guy at Wrigley Field. Like what what kind of numbers would he put up? He just seems to enjoy hitting at Wrigley so much. Yeah, so the Cubs are down 2 nothing early. Bottom of the first, though, Nick Magical singles. He gets to second on a wild pitch. With two outs of Magical on second, Seiya Suzuki doubles. Magical score. Cubs lead one nothing. And as you were just talking about, the Franimal comes in and he triples. Suzuki scores. The game's tied at two. Ian Happ with a dribbler towards third. No plays to be made. Reyes scores. And so after one, the Cubs lead 3-2. to two. And Crowley, I was in Vegas for this game at Circus Sports, the world's largest sports book. And if you're into sports betting, um, there is nowhere finer in Las Vegas than to watch uh, games and to bet on games than Circus Sports. Give them a follow on social media. The total in this one, Crowley, was uh, nine. So I was feeling really good having bet over nine with a 3 2 score after one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So bottom of the second one out. Morell and Magical with back-to-back singles. I think, Dustin, I think you're liking Nikki Two Strikes now a lot more. A lot more. A, a, lot wild, more. Pitch, <laughs> a wild pitch advances the runners. Wilson Contreras with the sack fly. Morell scores, and the Cubs lead 4-2. to two. Top of the third, one out. God, I hate Rowdy Telez. I just hate <laughs> everything about that man's existence. It sounds like a pro wrestler name, right? Rowdy Telez, you know, the Rowdy Roddy Piper. Just sounds like a wrestler's he, name. He, he looks like a wrestler. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> he's one of those guys like Dan Vogelbach and, you know, before yeah. before Schwarber went on the diets and stuff like that. Like, just look like guys that look more at home playing 16 in softball in, 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 you know, Rogers Park than playing in the big leagues. But, uh you know, it, with in top of the fourth, two outs. Keegan Thompson walks Willie Ad, uh, walks uh, Willie Adamas, and Keegan is pulled. Okay, so he doesn't make it through four. And you and I talked about this a while, Dustin. And I had been I've been telling people for a long time these guys are going to. I'm I'm concerned they're going to have to shut them down. I, I said Labor Day is when I thought that I'd see. Um, I, I was concerned about Thompson more than Steele. I'll put it that way. And, uh, you know, sure enough, he gets pulled from that game, and we later find out he's going on the IL with a lower back injury. Right, right. It's going to catch up to him. This was not what he was expected to be doing. This was not his role in spring training. Right, and so it, it, and, and so you prepare somewhat differently, and, and, and it's just completely different. And so I, I hope it's nothing big. And I don't know if this is a real injury or the type of injury that's like, look, kid, just get some rest. You know what I mean? Right. I'm hoping for um, the later. Right, so that that's the hope because he's been so great this year. The bottom of the fifth, Nick Magical singles, Contreras grounds out, Magical gets to second. Patrick Wisdom, who I had a chance to interview yesterday, hits a home run and the Cubs lead six to five. Wisdom had one heck of a weekend. So this is going back and forth, classic Cubs Brewers. Top of the six, Kervin Castro pitching, and I don't think you're going to see him in a Cubs uniform much longer. Leadoff walk to Luis Urias. Victor Caratini strikes out. Tyrone Taylor doubles. Second and third, one out. Stephen Brault replaces Castro. Yelich grounds out. Urias scores. The game's tied at six. Willie Adames, who's just looked so good for the Brewers all season, he gets a single that goes off the wrist of Morrell. He should have put it in his pocket. So it basically kind of like bounced off his wrist, makes an incredible athletic play to catch it in his hand, and he's kind of throwing back, and he just completely airmails it. I mean, like, you didn't, it didn't go in the outfield, you know what I mean? Just just pocket the ball, but he he throws it. It was an ill-advised throw. Tyrone Taylor scores, and the Brewers are now take the lead 7-6. to six. 
you know, sometimes he's going to have to learn. You live to fight another yeah, day on th- that th- one. But this is Crowley. This this is this is development. That that is the that is the picture of development. What you just described, <laughs> right? That's development. Now, if you had money on the Cubs, which I end up having, and I end up being happy not to kill the story, but we already said at the start that they won this game. I was a little upset at that point because of that. Well, it added to the over. So at the bottom of the six, Ian Happ with the leadoff singer single, Velasquez and Higgins strike out. You got two out. Morel homers Happ along for the ride, and the Cubs lead eight to seven and that's how it'll end uh the concern keegan 3.2 innings six hits five runs three walks three k's um but again put on the il the bullpen really helped save the day on this one they went 5.1 innings pitch three hits two runs so great job there the offense was really the story for both teams this game eight runs ten hits four left on base how about this one dustin four for nine with runners in scoring position about 50 percent on that that'll play That'll play every day. Plus, the wind was blowing out. That helped. Magical three for four. Hap two for four. Morell two for three. Uh, for the Brewers, Ashby had five innings uh, pitched, eight hits, six runs, zero walks, eight Ks. The offense had seven runs, nine hits, five left on base, one for four with runners in scoring position. Hunter Renfro with a big game, two for uh, two for three. Yeah, and I had read Ashby has just been having a really crazy year. I think the. I think the team is one in eleven and might be one in twelve now in his last thirteen starts. So he just does not provide anything for them at this but, point. But but again, this is where the win loss statistic oh, is right. tricky, man. It's right. just it's just like Adrian Sampson. It's like how mm-hmm. in all those starts when he you know, there's some games where he didn't pitch great, but for the most part he kept you in every game. You figure you score some runs, you find a way to win some of these, you know, games. Absolutely. So let's move over to Saturday. Our Cubs got to fly the W again. So we move to Saturday afternoon, Game 2 Cubs. Again, of course, hosting the Brewers and Marcus Stroman, Freddie Peralta, your pitching matchup. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, the Cubs are going to take this one 6-5. Again, a lot of excitement in the game. And to me, it was one of the best starts I've seen out of Stroman since he's been in Chicago, personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Top of the first, Yelich walks, Willie Adamas singles, Telez lines out. Uh, so now you have runners at first and second. McCutcheon grounds into, uh, I'm sorry, first and third. McCutcheon grounds into what should have been a double play, but Zach McKinstry threw it kind of low and away from Magical, who's able to get the runner at second, but they can't turn the double play and the Cubs trail one to nothing. So you could you saw the frustration on Stroman's face, but... You know, after that, you know, th- you know, he just was locked down. Bottom of the fifth, uh, McKinstry walks. Morell out on strikes. Magical reaches on a fielder's choice. McKinstry out at third, and then Wilson Contreras homers, and so the Cubs take a two to love, two to one lead. Top of the eighth, Stroman still pitching, and he basically, I mean, he just lights out. Omar Navarez grounds out. When Stroman is pitching to Keston Hira, it looks like he hyperextended his knee. So it was kind of, he kind of gave out on him. And so uh, they come to check on him, the trainer and stuff. And then he's throwing a couple of warm up pitches. 
he gets Keston Hura to line out. Yelich um, singles. And so with two outs, Stroman is pull. Rowan Wick comes in, and Willie Adamas <laughs> hits a home run, and the Cubs trail three to two. The Wick show. The Wick show. Yeah, yeah, David Ross was getting a lot of questions this morning on 670 The Score about his love affair for Mr. Wick. It's, you know, and it's tough at this point in time where you got a bunch of young guys and, and Rowan Wick is the veteran of the group and you're, you're trying to, you know, closer by committee, trying to see how everybody does in each role and, and also being careful with the innings that you throw on that. So, you know, with a lot of these young guys. So it, it's tough, you know, and, and he had a stretch. Rowan Wick, had, you know, he had a bad stretch, then he had a good stretch, and now he looks like he's struggling again. So a tough decision. And you never know how these things play out, you know. So you can go ahead and take a look at what happened with the Brewers. They put in Devin Williams into the game, you know, one of the elite closers. The stuff that he has is just absolutely ridiculous. Looks like he's throwing a wiffle ball. Yep. He gets cornered to ground out, so that's the first out in the ninth. Two outs left. Patrick Wisdom works a beautiful 10-pitch at bat. I, I don't get how he was able to stay alive in some of those, but it, he made him work. And a lot of the Cubs had good at-bats this inning. Um, P.J. Higgins flies out. Rafael Ortega pinch hits for Morrell, which, you know, usually happens. I don't know why David likes to pinch hit for Morrell with Ortega. But uh, Ortega walks. Wisdom gets to second. And so this whole time, uh, Devin Williams' pitch count is climbing. He's getting close to the 30. Magical singles. Game's tied to three. Contreras walks. But Haps strikes out to end the threat, hoping for a walk-off in the ninth. Doesn't happen. Williams threw 35 pitches in the inning. So great at-bats by the Cubs. And, you know, I was excited because then I'm thinking to myself, okay, now he's burned for tomorrow. He can't pitch on Sunday, you know? You would think. You would Top think. 10th, Urias is at second. He's the Manford man. Pitch hitter Mike Purcell singles. So the Brewers uh, lead 4-3. to three. Tyrone Taylor hit by the pitch. Yelich strikes out. Adams... Adamas flies out. Rowdy Telez walks. Uh, Eric Ullman comes into the game. He gets McCutcheon to ground out. So trust me, I was sweating bullets on that one. You get to the yeah. bottom of the 10th, though. You're down 4-3. Haps at second. <laughs> Suzuki lines out. Haps steals third. That was a huge play. Huge. Uh, Franmil Reyes lines out. But when Reyes lines out, Yelich catches the ball. And you know Yelich's arm is like, Juan Pierre, it's a little spaghetti noodle arm. The guy can't throw out. It wasn't like Reyes hit the ball very hard. And when Yelich is transferring, and I don't think he even has thinking about even going. He's just going, tagging back to third. As he's transferring the ball, it just slips right out of his hand and goes backwards and Hap's able to score. And so the game is tied again, this time at four. So baseball God smiling on the Cubs on that one. Yeah, they went over that play over and over and over again on replay on TV that afternoon. Love it. Top of the 11th, McCutcheon on second. Hunter Renfro flies out to Ortega. McCutcheon advances to third. Suzuki, this this one irritated me on this one, and I don't know if this is on Suzuki or what, but you have McCutcheon at second, and so it's a ball kind of in between Ortega and Suzuki. I felt that Suzuki should have called off Ortega because he had the more direct throw. And so that was, you know, something that kind of irritated me a little bit on that. And so McCutcheon's at third. Colton Wong reaches on a fielder's choice. It was a chopper to Higgin. He scores on the contact play. Higgins throws, uh, McCutcheon makes a very close play. So the Brewers lead again, five to four. Woodia strikes out. Caratini walks. Tyrone Taylor strikes out. 
We get to the bottom of the 11th. Nico Horner at second. Patrick Wisdom doubles. Game is tied at five. Wisdom takes over for uh, Horner at second. P.J. Higgins with the sack bunt moves Wisdom to third. Ortega intentionally walks. Um, Ortega makes it to second on defensive indifference. Magical reaches on a fielder's choice. Unfortunately for Magical, this one goes to Adamas, who does have a strong arm, who gets Wisdom out at home and looks like Wisdom injured his finger. Uh, he got it x-rayed. It's negative. But, you know, you just hate seeing that run it, uh, you know, out at the plate. But then Wilson Contreras, and we've talked about this, about not being clutch, Dustin. I saw him have one of the best at-bats I've seen him in a very long time in that type of situation where, what did I say? You know, you don't need a six-run home run. Just take what the pitcher gives you, put the ball in play. You have runner in scoring position. He hits a walk-off single, and the Cubs win. Absolutely brilliant uh, piece of hitting by Wilson there. Yeah, I was celebrating that one at Stadium Swim, watching the game on a 144th foot TV screen in about 99 degree weather. So there was nothing better than Cubs flying oh. that W having a couple of Coronas and watching that one in the pool. It was great. Great afternoon. My God. And Stroman 7.2 innings pitch, two hits guys, two hits, two runs, four walks, five Ks. And in all honesty, like when you look at the two runs, like the one shouldn't have counted in the first inning because that double play should have been made. If McKinstry throws the ball up high to, uh, magical, and then the other one was kind of after he hyperextended that leg, and he didn't give up the hit that scored the run. He gave up the hit that allowed uh, the runner to be on on second on that one. So you know, really not his fault at all. Just brilliant there. The offense had six runs on eight hits, eleven left on base. Um, you know, did pretty good with the runners in scoring position. Magical three for six. Contreras two for five. The Brewers offense again pretty good. Peralta six innings pitch, four hits, two runs, three walks, five Ks. They had five runs on four hits, nine left on base, one for nine with runners in scoring position, and Willie Adames was two for four. So, you know, looking great. You know, brooms are out. We're ready for the sweep, Dustin. Ready for the sweep. Brooms are out. You got Justin Steele, Brandon Woodruff. What a matchup. And uh, Steele opened the first by striking out the side, Crowley, and you were feeling really good at that point. Well, the beers helped, too, because I was at the game. I was on the rooftop uh, right outside at Wrigley View Rooftops. And uh, I get there, and who do you think I see as I'm walking up to the stadium? Ronnie Woo Woo. God, thank God, no. <laughs> big lefty John Lester in yeah. the house. Nice. A big difference between him and Johnny Woo Woo. Ronnie Woo Woo. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and so I thought it was so awesome that Lester was there, especially kind of, you know, We've made the compare. It's not fair to put that on steel, but you know, people just think lefty, big body, country boy, you know, kind of those things that you just take a look, you know, loves hunting and fishing. Just there's, you know, I'm, I'm talking about a lot of Southern pitchers, sure, but you know, I, I just sat there and it was just so awesome. And steel pitched so well in front of uh, Lester. I was so happy. Bottom of the fourth, Ian Happ hits a solo home run, his 100th career home run, and the Cubs lead one nothing. Everybody's feeling good. Bottom of the fourth, Seiya Suzuki puts some anger in one. Drives one 400 feet. Cubs are up 2-0. Everything's looking good. But in the top of the seventh, Mark Leiter Jr. is in the game. Justin Steele is done after six. Uh, McCutcheon singles. Hunter Renfro lines out to left. McCutcheon caught stealing. Rowdy Telez. I told you I hate this man. He homers <laughs> to right center 444 feet. And so at that point, you know, yeah, there was no, there was no doubt about, there was no doubt about that one, Crowley. 
No. And so you're, you're sitting here and you're going, oh, God. Brandon Hughes comes into the game. The first better he faces, Keston Hura homers. And so now all of a sudden you have a tie game and then things just really start to fall apart. Rowan Wick comes in, top of the eighth. Colton Wong singles. Wild pitch moves him to second. Pinch hitter Christian Yelich walks. Wild pitch moves Wong to third. Willie Adamas with a sack fly. Wong scores and the Cubs trail three to two. And then McCutcheon lines into an unassisted double play. So nice play by Magical. And then top of the ninth, Kervin Castro, my pick for the next guy to be DFA'd. He comes in with one out. He gives up the walk to Rowdy Telez, and Keston Hira hits his second homer of the game. Cubs trail five to two, and that's going to be the final score. But, you, you know, the Cubs were in it. I mean, it's a tie game going into the eighth. Yep, they were in it. Listen, you can't win them all. It would have been nice to win the game. Justin Steele had a heck of an afternoon. Um, this just was the time the bullpen couldn't hold it together. Right. Steele had six innings pitched, two hits. So you, when you think about Stroman only gave up two hits, Steele only gave up two hits, one walk and nine Ks. Kervin Castro currently has a 1296 ERA. The offense had two runs on five hits, four left on base. They went 0 for 3 with runners in scoring positions, so not a lot of chances. Good to see uh, Suzuki go 3 for 3, but unfortunately no one else got hits. Happ and Reyes each had one hit, and that was it for the offense. The Brewers, Woodruff was 5.2 innings pitched, uh, four hits, two runs, two walks, five Ks. The offense had five runs on seven hits, three left on base, 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position. Hira, 2 for 4 with three RBIs. He has really come on lately. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 